Hello and welcome to Trail Tales. My name is David Waters. And I'm Sean Roberts. And Sean and I plan on talking everything to do with running. Trails, track, road, you name it. We are going to talk about all of those wonderful things that we enjoy. And who knows, maybe we'll have a couple of guest people on the show. We'll talk about nutrition. We'll talk about shoes, watches, all the fun gear, training plans, training, whether it's, it doesn't matter if it's road running or everything in between. This is the place that we're going to tell our tale, our stories, and all the wonderful things that we enjoy about this sport. So stay tuned. Hi, everybody. It's David Waters again. Today's episode is going to be for all you people who want to run. Come up with reasons why not to run. For people who are new to the sport, people who are thinking about running, people who try to overanalyze things uh, and then get paralyzed without, you know, making a a decision as to what they're going to do and take action on it. Um, So today I'm actually talking with a friend of mine who's also a, a past client, a real estate client that is, and, you know, I talked to Dennis about his running adventures, um, how he started, where he's at, what he wants to achieve, and kind of everything in between. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. And until next time, run wild, everybody. Hey, De- hey, Dennis, how you doing, buddy? Not bad, yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. <coughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, man, it's nice to have you on the uh, on the show uh, today. Very good. Glad to be here. So, man, fill me in. What the heck are you doing? Are you, are you going crazy yet? <laughs> oh, I was crazy a long time ago. I, I am not accustomed to sitting around doing nothing for this length of time. Um, I'm used to doing working and doing overtime and getting out and about and driving and biking and yeah, it, I, I'm going stir crazy. Yeah, it's a little hard for everybody right now, and uh, I just yeah, some you know sometimes you just wonder like people that are living in apartment buildings in big cities like. <laughs> what they're going through, like people in New York and stuff like that and, and other parts oh, of the world. Yeah. It's just, it's even downtown Toronto or wherever, right? My 79 year old mother is, uh, in a uh, senior's apartment in, uh, outside of Toronto in, in a city, Burlington, and she can't go anywhere. Man. And you can't even go visit her. No, no, I haven't seen her since, uh, since January. Man, oh man, that's going to be rough on everybody. Yes. So, okay, let's so let's let's kind of back this up a little bit, Dennis. Um, so, you are a friend of mine. Um, you're also a past client of mine uh, yeah. in real estate. Like we 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 go back many years. Yeah, um, almost about ten years. Yeah, about ten years, and you yeah. you walked it. You 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 walked in to an open house that I was having. And I think it was what five years after that 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 we ended up 
um, that I ended up actually helping you guys. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> we, were, we were friends a long time before I gave you any money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so, um, so yeah, man, we've all, you know, we've, we've both had a little bit of a journey with, uh, with our health over the years. And, um, you know, I, I've got my story and it's well documented and, you know, we've, Sean and I have talked about it on the podcast uh, before. However, uh, you know, just talking with you, um, I mean, you've gone through a lot of changes as well. And uh, I would love to kind of dive in, especially if, uh, especially for anyone who's new to running uh, or uh, is thinking about kind of taking up the sport. Uh, I think, you know, Dennis has got, uh, you know, I think he's got some, some valid points and some, some good, uh, some, I don't know, good information uh, from your journey uh, starting out in running. So why don't we, why don't we kind of start there, Dennis? Uh, All right. So, so yeah, fill me in. Like, you know, we, we all have that aha moment. We all have that, that moment that (laughs) somebody, somebody shakes it up. Something happens, uh, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm uh, recently turned 56 years old. I've been running for about a year. Um, I was getting a lot of a uh, lot of stuff in life got shaken up. A lot, a lot of changes happened in the last couple of years. So, uh, um, out, out on my own for the first time in over 30 years, things like that. But, uh, but yeah, I was uh, about 30 pounds overweight not motivated to do anything just didn't really feel like getting out and uh a good friend of mine i won't mention his uh, won't mention his name david but uh, i got bullied into uh to getting off my butt and uh started off with fast walks and, fast uh, walking that's a, that's what you did eh yeah so, so I, I kicked your butt and I, and I made you walk. <laughs> yes. And then you would, you would start running and jogging and, and make me keep up with you. And it got to, got to the point where it just, it just walking was not fast enough to, I started out of frustration. So, okay. So why don't we put a pin in it for a moment and let, yeah. let's just go back a little bit, a little bit further. So you're 30 pounds overweight. When did we, when did we, when was that moment? When was that conversation that kind of kind of sparked that thought, you know, planted the seed, so to speak, in terms of, I need to do something. Like, do you remember when that was? Um, that's a hard question. That's a hard one. Um, I've always considered myself to be fairly active. I, I own two kayaks. I have a bike. I, I go out hiking, you know, all over. There's tons and tons of trails around uh, my area to, to get out and enjoy uh, the peace and quiet and the nature. But when um, when I started hiking out with you, and uh, you know, after um, late early last year, and like running out of breath, trying to keep up with you, trying to just have a conversation, but keep up a good pace. I just blew me away on how out of shape I was. I, I couldn't walk a kilometer without, and having a conversation without, uh, you know, panting. 
And and what did that what did that feel like? Like when you were going through that, I mean, what was going through your head at that at at the very very beginning? Did you like kind of did you beat yourself up? Were you like self analyzing? Like what the heck am I doing? Like, like what was going through your 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 mind when you were in that state? Oh, you definitely look back on yourself and you kind of go like, this is not good. Um, you know, I have to understand the fact that you know I I I have been always fairly active, but yet I've also my my father has been gone for 22 years. He passed away of a heart attack at. 62 years old so that technically gives me six years to go if i don't change something so that uh that kind of kicked me a bit and so you kind of wake up in the morning and go okay today's the day did it happen like that did, was it like today's the day it's going to happen because i remember coming over to your place and you know we were thinking about selling and we were kind of going all through that and you know uh, you were kind of interested in what I was doing, you know, in, 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 in my health, because you saw, you know, my journey and things that I was doing and stuff like that. And, you know, you, you know, you're 30 pounds overweight, you're, you're not feeling good. And now you're worried about, you know, where this path is going to take you by the sounds of what you're telling me. Well, I definitely needed a life change. And I saw the change in you, like I've known you for 10 years and I knew you at 270 pounds and we'd go out, out, you know, and, bulked out a big massive and greasy disgusting burger and fries and, <laughs> yeah uh, I, re- I remember that so, and and then we would you know with uh, my situation um over the last couple of years that you and i would go out and uh you know we, we, we would we would go out and, and have a coffee we would go out and you know i'd you know we, we'd eat better and our, our conversations changed too from just life to uh to health and so now, so then you get this glimmer of like, hey, maybe this is for me. Maybe I can do this because running isn't for everybody, right? Like not everybody wakes up in the morning and go, hey, I'm going to run, right? Like not, it doesn't happen to everybody. Sometimes people wake up and go, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day or you know, I'm going to start doing push-ups in the house or I'm going to eat better, whatever it is, right? But you, you turn towards running. I remember you saying like, I don't run. Yeah. <laughs> I will walk. I love hiking and stuff, but, but I was never been a gym rat. I have no interest whatsoever of going to the gym and working out. Just the thought of being confined inside. I'm an outdoors person. I want to be outside. Just, I can't, I can't go to the gym in this way. It's just not in me. It's just not what, maybe that will change knowing that, you know, I need to build up some muscle and, and lean out a little bit that, uh, um, you know, running has been awesome. Maybe I could supplement that on days that I'm not running with something else. So I might consider. So what 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 was it about running that made you decide to say, "Hey, this is this is for me"? Well, for one, being outside, I, I love running outside. Um, just the invigorating the fresh air, the, the smell you see to the birds. You're, you're getting out on it. I prefer trails. Getting out on you know, out the bush and you know, just just going and. I can't say I can feel the wind through my hair because that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you kind of need to have a little bit for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it just uh, it just seemed to, for all the time that I considered myself to be not a runner, 
um, even going back as far as grade school and stuff, just track and field days and stuff, I just didn't come. Unless somebody was chasing me. Um, but yeah, it just, I started, you know, we started hiking and walking and, and having good conversations and I was running out of breath, which, which unnerved me a little bit. Um, didn't realize I was that much out of shape. Um, and just the frustrations I was going through over the last while, you know, a year or so ago. And, uh, just it blew me away on how clear my mind became after exertion after I exerted myself, and it just the faster I ran, the more I did it, I felt better, and you know, get to the point where the days that I didn't go out, I didn't feel great, so I forced myself to go. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how that feeling happens where you go for a run and then you come back and you go, God, I just feel so good right now. <laughs> yeah. I would normally keep it to five or six kilometers and first get up to, to 10. Um, had some setbacks in the last little while with not being able to go anywhere and, and different things going on, but uh, um, working back up to that. But it just was. So share, so share with me how. So, I mean, you didn't even have, I mean, I remember you and I going out for a run, um, like in your, in our, like just our regular work clothes, like our daily pair of jeans and, and like we, we actually went running. Well, cause yeah. Cause you, and then, yeah, that was the day you called me and I was just leaving work and you were coming through town and said, let's get together. And we, uh, we did. I don't, I don't <laughs> I got you to run. Yeah, I don't think we had any intention of actually doing run in a in jeans and a t-shirt, but uh, uh, but yeah, we got out. Yeah, and yeah, I, I remember because you were doing a a run walk at that moment. Yeah, that's kind of how you started, right? Yeah. Run a quarter of a kilometer and, and walk the rest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're in your and you're in your jeans. You must have thought, like, what the heck am I doing? I didn't have a clue. I just knew we needed a thought. So. Ah, see, see, it all kind of comes back, right? So there we are. We're we're running in in jeans and a t-shirt, and uh, through town, and that was kind of like a beginning of your kind of journey, I guess. So, all right. So, so fill me in, like, and and kind of walk walk me through the process since then like how it's gone like how you've built up like you know uh, in terms of running stuff like what was it like i mean so if if if, i mean you're still a fairly new runner so i mean uh, sean and i we just did a podcast the other day about about this uh about different tips and things like that for new runners but you're a new runner so why don't you kind of fill people in on like kind of you know some of your decision making and some of the things that you needed to get and kind of budgetary kind of like how, how you think and, and how you need to get the things that you need to get, or you don't even know the questions to ask, like kind of go, kind of go through that part. Oh, uh, you know, I guess first off, I needed a pair of running shoes that uh, were comfortable. Um, just bought a cheap pair just to get me through and uh, they're still doing okay for me. That's time to get a new pair, but uh, 
that we'll wait until we can actually get out and uh, check on stuff. Um, and that was that was it. Needed that and a pair of track pants and a t-shirt. And that's how I started. There was no, didn't need any special equipment. Uh, I have since picked up a, a watch. I just picked it up on Kijiji just to keep track of my times and heart rate. Um, and now I've got my road shoes and I've got a set of trail shoes, but they're still inexpensive ones. But yeah, and that's that's all you need. Now, can you can you tell the difference between your uh, your cheap pair of running shoes and your trail running shoes? Uh yes, they're they're both inexpensive cheap shoes. Like there's nothing spectacular about them. I'm not even sure what one's a one's a Puma and something others uh, just from CSC. Um, so nothing nothing spectacular about them at all. Um, both pairs under. $60 anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, the, the, I find my running, my, my road shoes are way more comfortable than my track, my uh, trail shoes. But, uh, you know, I always find it, I was, I always find it interesting when, when people, you know, start off, you know, talking about their journey into the sport and, you know, the, the thought pattern that people have, with all of that, you know, with all of this. So I think I, I'm finding this fascinating. What was your, in terms of um, a shirt, did you have like one of those wicking, like those water, like those moisture wicking shirts or was it just like a cotton no, shirt? No, I just had started off with a cotton shirt until I got mine. How are you, how are your nipples? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't you, didn't they bleed a little no, bit? No, I actually didn't have that much problem. I've, um, I, I have a year-long sweater that grows on me, so I don't have too much of a problem there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's hilarious. Um, oh, but man. I, did, um, I remember. But I did get, uh, um, I entered the five-kilometer uh, Honda waterfront race last year, and then you get the you know, the decent shirt and stuff, and since then I've actually got one of the, uh, um, the Lycra, I guess it's Lycra, the, the form-fitting compression shirt and that just mm-hmm. sucks the water away from me so I've, I've been pretty good and so so fill me in with so when you were running so you started off doing the run walk method like run for a minute or yeah. however however you did it right and then you just gradually kind of worked your way up yeah. 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 run for a bit walk for a bit run for a bit I would walk probably three quarters of a, of the kilometer of every kilometer I did, I probably ran three quarters of it or walked three quarters of it. And then it was just, you know, start off, you know, run a hundred, hundred meters, walk a hundred meters, run, run and walk and do it that way. And then it was, you know, just progressively run a little bit more and walk a little bit less. Very simple. You add on running and you take out walking. Simple math. You know, no big formula for this. And so, were you running, like, how fast were you running, and what did it feel like, and what changes did you make over time? Oh, well, uh, I think when I was starting, I was doing, I wasn't really calculating my my pace or my heart rate or anything like that. I didn't even think of that. I just needed to finish 5K. Um, I started off doing, you know, 5K at 
50, 55 minutes. I'm not even sure what that pace would be. Um, and I got down and pushed it for my, uh, the Honda race last year and did it in 38 minutes. And now I'm sitting, um, I did 8K this morning in 40, no, a minute or an hour and two minutes. So not a fast pace, you know, just under eight minutes a, a kilometer, 750 something. I'd have to actually look at my Strava to see what, uh, what it is. Um, so, so did you make, so have you been running the same pace the whole entire time since you started running or did you make some changes to how fast you oh, ran? Oh, definitely not, not a great deal of, of, of speed increase, but, uh, my heart rate's been going down, um, you know, I'm not tired. I, I, I ran eight kilometers this morning and I came home and it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? I was, you know, I was, I was done. I was, I couldn't run anymore, but yet I still came home and I still had energy and I still was kind of, you know what, well, what do I do not now? Um, you know, uh, even six months ago, you know, when, when I ran the 5k, go back to that, the 5k that I ran uh, last June for the Honda, like, um, after the 5Ks, my, my legs were aching. They were painful. I came home and I sat and I did nothing. I could hardly stand up because my legs were aching. And now that's like a walk in the park. It's nothing. So how? So you don't go out and run extremely fast every single run that you I do? Or are you, tra- or, or, or are you training by heart rate now? Like, what do you do? I just want to get out. I don't worry about how fast I go. I like to keep a pace of, you know, eventually I like to get faster than my eight minutes a kilometer. Um, and uh, I don't worry too much about my heart rate, but my, I know you do the math training and my, my math should be 124. But as long as I keep my, my, my math within 10, so 135, you know, top out at maybe 140, then I'm okay with that. And so you've been able to do this um, continuously and you've gotten better and you feel good as your journey has progressed. Have you experienced like any injuries or anything like that or? Not in ages. Um, There was a short while that I uh, um, did a trail run and uh, up in Earl Row Park, just outside of Alliston. And uh, a little, little bit of a twist on a, on a route or something coming down the, the hill off the lookout. And so that sidelined me for, for about a week. Um, but outside of that, just the normal, you know, when I started, I was having uh, pains down the IT band, uh, hip, not, not pains, but you know, discomfort in the hip and the, the, the rear gluteus um, areas. Nobody to around to massage it. Um, Hey, but you got one of those uh, one of those foam rollers called a, a rolling pin. Didn't you use a rolling pin at the beginning? I did. I got one from a buddy of mine that he never used it, and uh, it, it worked. Just sit on it and rock back and forth. Pretty simple. Yeah, those are. Yeah, at least you don't have to use the rolling pin. You got the foam yeah. roller; it works well. You yeah. don't need to use the roller. Just make pizza with the rolling pin and roll your yeah. leg with the foam yeah. roller. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so last uh, last October, something, or sorry, last November eleventh, something happened to you. November eleventh. You want to? Yeah, you want to talk about oh, that? I had 
two guys I know that were doing something stupid, like getting up at 6.30 in the morning and running a 50K around the uh, Island Lake in Orangeville. And uh, I had the great opportunity to be able to uh, book off half of the day. So I was uh, done work at 11 o'clock and uh, I met them. And at that point, the farthest I had ever gone was about eight kilometers. And uh, so it's kind of like an eight, eight kilometer loop. And I did one and a half. So I did 12 kilometers for the first time ever. Um, and it's, yeah, that, it was, that was cold awesome. and it snowed. <laughs> and we had a blast. <laughs> yeah, it did snow. It was, that, that was a crazy yeah, and I, ride. And I had met, and I had met John was... a few times before, but that was the first time that I actually spent that much time with him and we were able to chat and talk. Yeah, that, that's right, because that, he, that's the uh, boot mm-hmm. camp that you came out to on a, on a yeah. Saturday morning. <laughs> that's when you had to do burpees. Burpees <laughs> and run up and down. Sean, Sean was oh, great. Yeah, yeah. He actually ran, yeah, he ran that circuit mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, hope to do that again. Just, just so, so, you, so you joined Sean and I for the last 12 kilometers of our yeah. 50K. And we're running, and you're keeping up with us. I mean, Sean and I, we were running slow. I was kind of running a little bit higher than my yeah. math pace. But you guys but, had also um, gotten through 38 kilometers of your run already. So uh, I, I came in on my prime, and you guys were just about ready to give it up. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was fun, right? Like, you know, you kept up, and you were running with us. And it was uh, what was kind of going through your head, kind of near, like once you, you passed – the 8k and the 9k you must have thought what the heck am oh I yeah doing? it was just i was i was sore i was ready to, to quit but i wasn't going to do it if i had been on my own i probably would have gotten one around and that would have been it um but yeah i i, I couldn't wimp out with you guys there <laughs> that's too funny hey and all we're doing is going around in in, in a loop that's oh, yeah. all we were doing but then again loop, but you yeah, exactly. That's the furthest you had been. So I would, I would, I would but that was to good. Get down there and, and do a run again, but it's all you, you can't get down. It's all closed up. Yeah, it's all closed anywhere up I like right to now. run out the trails. Which is also nowhere to go. Well, you can always go to Friday Harbor yeah. with me. Okay. <laughs> I I have. I got to keep. Got to keep. I have the, yeah. I have the advantage man. of having. Um, got... I I'm outside of town by by a, a few kilometers. So I'm on a dead end road so I can leave my front yard, go to the end of the road, stop sign, turn around, go to the end of the road and come back. And it's a real three kilometer loop. So I'll do that two and a half miles. So what's your, what's your goal? What do you want to, what do you, where do you want to go next with this? Um, I would just, uh, just like to stay healthy. I, I really don't have any goals as far as running about doing marathons or, at that point, I'm not ready to think about that. At racing is nice. I was looking forward to doing 10K this uh, this year for the Honda uh, waterfront race. I know there was one in Orangeville that I was looking forward to to, to doing, um, as well as the one for the Allison uh, Hospital fundraiser, which has, they've all been canceled. So um, I just want to get out and um, enjoy the 
So are you gonna self are you gonna self impose any any races for yourself? Like you know, not a sanctioned race, not a race that you have to sign up, but kind of just set yourself up to say, hey, I'm gonna do like ten kilometers. I've been training for it. I'm actually gonna race right now by myself. <laughs> it's definitely on the consideration. I thought about that the uh, the other day when I was listening to your podcast about uh, Sean was um, was looking at a virtual. Um, race with somebody who follows out of Australia. I didn't catch the name, Jeff or something. Uh, anyways, but yeah, um, like that was kind of neat to do. But yeah, so okay, so here I want to I want to dive into another aspect of of this because I mean, okay, so you're running, you're training, you're getting out there for a run. Um, this COVID nineteen is is being kind of uh, it's kind of hit everybody really hard. Um, how is it psychologically like having an effect on your running? Like what's going oh, on with that? Huge amount. I was looking at this as kind of going, you know what, as long as the weather's decent, even if it's not miserable out, that uh, I could probably get out running every day. I don't have anything else going on. Um, you know, I don't have a whole lot of house maintenance to do. Um, can't go anywhere. So, uh, you know, figured this would be a good opportunity to get out and running every day. And you get to hang out and doing nothing, and then you're eating a bunch of junk, and then not motivated to go out. Um, so I had lost 25 pounds, and I've gained back about 12 of them in the last couple of months because you're sitting around. And it's I got to get back on it to, uh, to, to to drop that weight again. Now, when you first dropped it, so what changes did you make? Because I remember we were going, uh, you were going through a, a lot of crazy things at the time, and you wanted to change. And so, like, so fill me in with kind of what well, just happened. the, just what the awareness do? of uh, you know when I started running that uh, you know you can't go out and run feel good and then go out and have a burger and fries somewhere because it just, you know, actually felt really bad afterwards. I still like my burgers, but um, um, watching what I ate and portions off, I found the, the more I ran, the, the less hungry I was. When I sat around and did nothing, I munched way too much. When I got out and run, and I didn't have those cravings to, to nibble on things. And so as I'm trying to get back on track of, of running and, uh, you know, and getting out and exercising in other ways too, that uh, get out of the house and away from the refrigerator. So you, <laughs> so you think diet had a big, uh, big impact uh, mm. with your running as well? Definitely. It's, it's a, yeah, um, I don't worry too much about what I eat, but I definitely... The cravings for I, I'm a I'm a chip person. I love my salty chips. Um, I drop those off by a lot. Uh, pastas and breads. I just had no interest in them anymore. I felt so um, bloated. I would even have a small plate of spaghetti, and I just felt so bloated and uncomfortable by eating even close to what I used to eat. So, you know, even if I did have some, I would not 
consume as much as I ever did. I eat less now than I did. Isn't that funny? You're a runner. You're burning off, you know, all kinds of, of these, these calories and yet you're eating less. (laughs) So it's a, it's amazing when you see it happen and when you get on the scale and you go, Oh my gosh, like, look at that. I just dropped whatever this week. Right. Like, and all I did is run and I ate well. <laughs> and how is so here's here's a topic that I wanted to actually talk about because a number of people may actually be in the same situation as you. Um, you work different shifts. And how has that played out with your sleep and with well, running? That's something I've had to worry a whole lot about in the last uh, last couple of months. But uh, but yeah, when I when I'm running, I, I don't eat as much. I don't eat the crap that I eat, that I normally would, but just sitting around. Um, I sleep a lot better when I've exerted myself. Um, so that's and and what's it like? Do you find it hard or harder when you're on different shifts? Because I mean, your body's changing the time that it sleeps. There, there always is. There, there always is run. a adaptation time with you know with, with the shift changes but i've been doing them for so long i've been doing you know, pretty much shift work my entire life for the most part so flip, flipping back and forth isn't unusual for me um but yeah uh when i'm on day shift i go running at any time between four and seven o'clock depending on weather and light we have no street lights out on my road so that winter you've got to go out earlier because you can't see anything at seven o'clock at night in winter um, and as the weather gets nicer, then I'll go out a bit later, you know, up to eight or nine o'clock. And when I'm on afternoon shift, I'll go at somewhere between 10 and 12 in the afternoon. Now, do you find, I guess, I guess where I want to go with this is, is it easier to run in the afternoon or is it easier to run in the morning? Or is there a difference for you? Or is there a different time, like when you're doing the transition um, that you find a little bit more difficult? And how do you deal with it? Uh, um, seems to be so long since I've had to do that. Worry about that. But uh, um, I actually prefer <laughs> running um, when I'm on evening shift. Uh, you know, you're in the middle of the day or early day, you know, 10, to, 10 to 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, you get some traffic on the road, but there's less traffic. There's nobody around. It seems quieter. Um, I've just gotten up from, from sleeping. So, you know, just gotten up and I'm ready to start my day. And, uh, you know, I'll take my couple of my supplements and, uh, and a drink of water and go out and run before I eat, before I do anything. You know, I'll get myself ready and do what I need to do when you wake up. But, uh, um, but yeah. So you run. So you run in a fasted state. Oh, that went weird. I didn't hear that. Oh, uh, you run in a fasted state. Fasted state. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't eat before I go running. Okay. So now, if you eat something, or have you eaten something, and your run hasn't gone? To plan? No, it doesn't. Because you feel, you know, even if it's something light, you just feel like it's sitting there. Yeah, I, I can't eat it all before I run, at least an hour or so before. Um, it's just my personal, you know, 
way I am, but uh, but yeah, because it, it just almost seems like it's heavy, even no matter if it's something light, even just a, a piece of toast or an apple or a banana, just there's something in my stomach that just, as I'm running, it seems to bounce around or something. And just, uh, uh, so if you needed, so if, if you were meeting with somebody who was thinking about becoming a runner, or, you know, deciding to take up the sport, what piece of advice would you give them? Take it slow, go out and do what you can. Just getting out there. I think that's about the one advice that you gave me right off the start is that, you know what, don't worry about time. Don't worry about proper, you know, uniforms or, you know, timing yourself or checking. Just get out. Go out and do something. Yeah. Move your body. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, that's all it is. It's yeah. Getting out and going. And, uh, Start, I started feeling better and I got a little bit quicker. And then uh, I had, uh, you know, somebody that, uh, you know, partially mo- motivated and partially bullied me into moving a little bit more. Um, you know, calling up at some odd times and kind of going, what you're doing today? Let's go, uh, you know, are, are you working today? Let's go to uh, Collingwood and run the hill. <laughs> and I was going, I was dumb enough to yeah. trust them and say, okay, let's go. Yeah, we ran up. Yeah, we, well, we, we kind of hiked, we hiked up Blue Mountain and it's a, it's, yeah. it was a good track up. It's probably like, I think, I don't know, about 500 meters up. Um, and then, but we ran across the top and then you, mm-hmm. you ran down. You were so glad when that, oh, that one was, was that over. Was deadly. That was better. <laughs> I was in pain after that one. Everything was so, everything was <laughs> And he didn't stop running. He, he yep. still loves the sport. <laughs> he must be a glutton for Something punishment. Like <laughs> so do you, do you like, so which do you prefer? I mean, I think you said yeah. you prefer trails, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why do you prefer, why do you um, prefer the trail? I, I just, I, I've always been an outdoor person. I'll always like getting out. I like being out in the, uh, away from the traffic and stuff when you're running roads or, or even, uh, you know, groomed pathways. Um, you have to watch out for traffic and other people and animals and strollers and stuff. And when you're out in the bush, you know, out in the, out on the trails, there's like, you may come across people occasionally, but you can just do your own thing. You can do your own thing and you can go at your own pace and, you know, there's the scenery, things to see, things to watch out for. Your, your mentally is, uh, you know, when I, I, I like running the road, it's okay, but I can just run and I don't have to worry about where I step in my feet. I don't have to concentrate. I can listen to a podcast or music and just run to the stop sign, turn around and run back. Um, whereas a trail, it's a little bit more mental because you've got to watch your feet. You're watching trees. You're watching for other people, animals. And uh, yeah, just. I think that stimulation just uh, appeals to me more. Yeah, it's. Uh, I always find when you, when I go for a trail run, I I am ex- I am more exhausted after a trail run than I am after a road run, and I I know it's because yeah. of the hills. That's one thing, but I also believe that I'm so mentally drained because you have to be on a hundred percent. You can't no. even go into autopilot you literally are like looking at every single 
every single thing on the trail mm-hmm. to make sure that you don't fall. <laughs> so, I mean, when you run the road, I mean, it's flat, like it's just pavement and, you know, I'm not going to stumble on anything. Right. So you can literally get lost in your thoughts. Uh, but I find when I'm on the trail, I'm, I'm very hyper aware mm-hmm. of my surroundings and, so I don't know. You're probably the same, yeah. the same way yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, you're a bit more cautious, and you don't run nearly as quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You're not. You're not worried about no. splits or anything. You're just, you're out there to just yeah. just that's run just and enjoy. have fun, right? But because that's yeah. that's really what the sport. And if it about. wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. I think that's become my motto with a lot of things. Is that you know, if it's not fun, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that I've always been. Yeah. I've always been that way. Right. And I never, I mean, I went through my moment of, of losing motivation uh, and the love mm-hmm. of the sport um, a number of years ago. And I finally made, I finally fell in love with it over the last, you know, uh, probably yeah. year and a half. I've finally kind of fallen back in love with the sport and it was, a, it was a rough go, but we all have those moments, right? We all go through the, the moments of like, why am I doing this? Why do I even bother? You know, blah 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 blah. You can kind of beat yourself up on it, but uh, it sounds like you you're you're still in that that love of it, and uh, it seems like it's uh, yeah. it's working for you. Even like uh, you know, I'm in my apartment, and uh, I don't sit still while well. the TV's off, and we're talking, and I'm wandering back and forth, and uh, considering what the weather's like, then I might go for a bike ride this afternoon. Sorry. Hello, you still there? Yeah, yeah. sorry. I yeah, I just uh, my phone went weird. So phased out for a second. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Um, so I think that's I think that's good. You know what? Like going through your journey, seeing kind of where it's taken you, and uh, you know, just running for the sake of just loving to run. Like you don't need to run races, right? So no, no. Very cool, Dennis. Wouldn't bother me if I, ne- I wouldn't bother me if I never ran a race. <laughs> that would be fine. But they're nice because there's you get other people because that's where I met Sean was at the uh, the race last year the, the Honda race because they, they he was up there and that's where I actually met him. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and uh, you know so there's um, and because it's sponsored by Honda and I work for that corporation is that you know there's people that I saw there that I'd seen around the plant but they didn't know them. You know some some of them that I did know and it's like oh crap you know. And you have a good conversation. You see them afterwards, and it just it, it changes your relationship a little bit now that you've got something in common. Guys that you've known that I've probably known for a number of years that you know I didn't know ran, and you would see them and hi, how's it going? Good, and then you'd be off. Like we actually stop and you know have the opportunity on occasion to have a little bit of a conversation. You know, and even at, a lot of times say how's it how's it going? You've been doing your running, and how's that going? a little bit gear you know running geared conversations but at least it's it's something so you've created so you kind of have a little bit of a community of people that you know have like who are like-minded uh and now you can kind of explore you know different uh conversations with them when you see them yeah yeah we've even talked about uh possibly getting a bunch of us together and, and going for a group run and start maybe doing that when we can yeah absolutely but, you know, we, which is logistics of that can be difficult because you know I'm 
you know, they're, you're, we're, we're doing different shifts and different times to come in, start and, and overtime and then wherever they're living, you know, Barry, Barry Aurelia, I've got friends as far as, you know, Durham and Hanover and stuff that would, that would come out, but you got somebody that's an hour and a half west of you and have somebody that's an hour north of you and it's hard to get everybody together. Well, that's, people. well that's why they invented the long run. <laughs> yeah. Right, you can have a long run. Do it on a Saturday, and everyone can, and whoever can can get together, then everyone shows up, and and you know you go out and you do your long run. That's one of the yeah. things that I really like about the sport is on the weekends. Um, yeah, you may be a lone runner during the week, but you know on a Sunday or on a, on a Saturday or whatever whatever people's shifts are like, whatever. Uh, yeah, you can have the opportunity to get, you know, a group of uh, runners out there and, and, you know, hit a trail and, and do 15K or do 10K or whatever, you, whatever your long run is. And, and when the weather is nice, um, and I did a lot of uh, traveling last summer, just all over the place, all over Southern Ontario and went to Texas and stuff like that, that uh, I have a bag of my running stuff. So I uh, bring that with me just about everywhere I go. Ah, see, you're happy and listening. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It's nice to have that uh, have that bag in the trunk, right? You just never know when you're going to need it. Yeah, it's, it's here, and I pick it up, and I throw it in my car, and I, I head off for the weekend. And if I happen to go running, then I go running. If I don't, I don't beat myself up if I don't get out. See, that's awesome. Right, so you're being kind to yourself. Yeah, I wish more. People, I, it's one of my, it's one of the wishes I I have is is, is I, people would treat themselves much better than they do, <laughs> and be kind yeah. and considerate to your own well being, right? But anyways, that's just another side of things. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Nothing's wrong with being motivated and getting out there and doing it and, you know, looking at no matter where you are, bringing your stuff and, and be, um, uh, you know, positive about getting out. So getting up maybe a little bit, you know, if you're in another city visiting family or whatever, you know, bringing your stuff, getting up an hour earlier than anybody else and going out for half an hour. Nobody, nobody's going to get up and going to go and get upset because you took off for an hour, but uh, you can do that. Um, that's one of the things that that i enjoy when i go away somewhere and i'm staying at someone's house or at their cottage or whatever i can just get out in the morning before everybody wakes up i can go off and do a two-hour run or whatever i'm doing and i can come back and people are just slowly starting to wake up yeah (laughs) you're walking in the door and they're going where the heck have you been and they look at you like you've got three heads or something. And it's like, hey, yeah, I went out running. And they're really? You do that all the time? Yeah. It's a great feeling. You may want to join me once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's very cool, Dennis. Well, listen, man, why don't we, uh, why don't we put a, a pin in it here? We'll, we'll call, it a, call it a show. And uh, I guess before, before we, 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 we end it all off, what would you have, what would you say to somebody who, who, you know, is, wants to run and is unsure of, of where to start? Uh, where to start is you get yourself to Walmart 
buy a cheap pair of $20 or $30 shoes. Get outside and go. Don't worry about times. Don't worry about where you're going. Just get out and do it. Um, there's nobody going to you know, reprimand you for doing anything wrong. Um, just get out and start. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Starting... There's no special equipment. There's no special <laughs> yeah. equipment that you have to have. There's no lessons that you have to take. You don't have to pay, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars to to a gym or some organization to help you train. You just need to get yourself a pair of shoes, wear some other clothes too, you know, t-shirt, shorts, track pants, whatever, um, and just walk out your door and start. That's it. And there you have it, folks. That's Dennis's piece of advice for runners who are just starting or thinking about maybe getting out and going for a run. Well, listen, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in. And Dennis, thank you very much for, for you know, going through this excruciating time talking with me. <laughs> um, it's, been, it's been great, buddy. I appreciate it. And, uh, no problem. Until no next time. Problem. All right. Run wild, buddy. Run wild. See ya.